time in life is so valuable that it is a um, use it consciously. Everybody of us has just 24 hours a day. You know, it's equal to everybody. The difference is how can you utilize that for your own sake and for your surroundings, what you find important in life. Welcome to Outsides In, Tech Talks and Technium. Your regular dose of refreshing interviews, unusual talks and daring topics. Hook up your earphones for Outsides In. Outsides in Book Club, uh, we learned that there are many, many ways to gain new knowledge, insights, and inspiration. And one of the ways to do that is by reading books. And I'm Esther, and together with Tosca, we're going to talk and discuss a new book with a very, very special guest. His voice might sound familiar because he's also the voice of the Outsides in Jingle. So give it up for Yaro. Hello, hello. Nice uh, to be here, Esther. <laughs> Maybe it's quite weird for the listeners that they hear your voice in the jingle now once again. Yeah, perhaps, yeah. But uh, yeah, <laughs> they'll need to get over it, I think, because uh, there's no escaping it. It's just me. <laughs> this is how so, I sound. So, but welcome. Um, Yaro, can you tell something about yourself? Who are you? What are you doing within KPN? Who am I? It's most, one of the most difficult questions to answer in life, I guess, but uh, let, <laughs> let me have a shot. No, I'm, um, I'm Jaro Retsius. I'm uh, within KPN for eight years. I'm currently a Scrum Master within the business market teams. All right. And which book are we going to discuss? Yeah, you asked um, for something very practical you use day to day. And there are many, many books I've, I could have you know, I chose from, you know, great philosophers like Foucault or Isaiah Berlin. But I, I choose the book Grip, uh, Grip uh, in Dutch. Um, actually, for one reason, it is really, really practical. It is uh, very non-philosophical. It's really down to earth how to actually, um, you know, um, get a grip on your day, week, months, years, life even. So, to, so he says. Um, so, yeah, that's the book I've chosen. And why did you choose the book? Well, actually, because of the question asked, um, which impacts me uh, daily, is um, the thoughts behind this book. It is uh, um, the thoughts behind this book is you know the mind is for having ideas, not holding them. So keep stuff into to do lists or into projects or you know uh, somewhere else than in your mind. Keep your mind distraction free when you're at work or when you want to be creative. And how do you actually get there? Um, so this book is full with uh, details on uh, on uh, effectively uh, uh, being effective at, at your work and efficient. Did you have any problems with it? Uh, and that was the reason to to start reading it, or you it just came by? Uh, actually, it's a quite new book. Yeah, no, it's, um, it's from 2019, and for years and years, I'm having to do lists. You know, um, uh, capturing the things I want to do uh, from day to day. Um, and have all kinds of systems for that. And when I read this book, it all kind of fell together. And I thought, ah, besides all the things I'm already doing, this guy has knotted together a web of how to make it more systematic approach. Um, not only doing it from day to day, from week to week, but even, you know, all kinds of very handy 
down-to-earth tips she has to improve on, upon that. And can you give us an example of that? Yeah, one of the things... Or many examples. Yeah, there are many, many examples. But I think the primary thing I really got out of this book is the weekly accountability partner. So um, I think for many people perhaps listening, you have your to-do list and you set out a thing for that day or that week. Um, and he actually gives the advice, if you want to be effective throughout the year uh, and throughout the weeks, just have a weekly chat with somebody you trust to talk through what you're about to do next week and how last week went. Like this, um, what a sprint team does with a retrospective, uh, inspect and adapt, reflect and uh, move forward. Do that on your personal life as well, every week. Um, and when you do that, you, um, the steps you can make every week together accumulate uh, over time. And you improve yourself every week with understanding better where you, for example, uh, didn't have to focus or you lost energy during the week. Uh, what are the things you're going to do different? Um, so the, the main thing there was getting somebody who you trust and let that person really ask you tough questions uh, and, and, and return to the same thing with uh, the person of your uh, choosing. And is that then one person you're doing this with? Because I can't imagine myself talking my weekly schedule or agenda mm. for work with one person I very much trust. I'm very happy to help you. I have some suggestions in mind. I, I wonder where you talk about <laughs> and with whom. And you two talk, talk to each other so much. I'm not sure if there's anything new in your weekly review then. <laughs> well, maybe make it a fixed agenda point. <laughs> but who did you choose, Jaro? Um, I chose somebody outside of my uh, work, um, somebody in my personal network. And uh, with him, I actually, I asked him, would you dare uh, to experiment this? I also have no clue. I've never done this. And uh, he also never has done it. And uh, we made the agreement, let's do it for a couple of months. And then uh, in, I think we set the first boundary at two months, eight weeks. After eight times, name, take a moment to, do we even want to continue this? And um, we do so every, every, I think, half a year. We have a conversation about this. Do we want to continue this? Is it still worth our time? Um, and uh, how do we feel about the conversations we're, we're having? Do we need to adjust the questions we ask to each other? Um, so uh, that's the thing we... Uh, and uh, it's still the same person. So I'm uh, doing this for, uh, I think, over uh, a year and a half, something like that now. And, and what are you discussing? Is it like your weekly schedule for work or bigger life plans you have? Yeah, perhaps or? I need to uh, phrase the, the weekly accountability partners into a bigger picture. So if you look at the book Grip, um, it is constructed in three parts. Uh, it says, uh, uh, get a grip on your week, on your year, and on your life. Uh, to me, the first two chapters are, I think, most relevant uh, with the most practical tips. Um, and the thing about, for example, having a grip on your week is really get stuff in to-do lists and get things in your calendar. Make your calendar, for example, holy. Um, so if you have a meeting like this, I know up front I need a little bit of preparation time. I just need to pick up the book, you know, uh, scan through it again. So I also plan a half an hour up front from uh, this uh, podcast to be prepared. Um, and I do so every day. So every day I look at my calendar, actually every week, I look at my calendar, what are the things upcoming week? Do I need to have some time up front, preparation, travel time? It all goes in my calendar. So my calendar is my holy grail of what am I going to do next week, with re which really needs some attention and focus. And you'll have your to-do lists for 
all kinds of, you know, um, to-dos which need to happen in life and in work. And do you stick to that plan? Or sometimes you schedule and then think, well, maybe another time or... That happens, definitely. So in the beginning, when I started out with uh, being more secure about this, definitely uh, needed to reschedule, didn't understand well enough the complexity of tasks. But the same as a scrum team, I'm of course a scrum master, so it relates uh, <laughs> easily. If you've uh, if you started as a scrum team with your product backlog items, um, you're pretty it's pretty rough to estimate them uh, correctly and understand the work behind it. When you start out with something like this, you also make mistakes, of course, in estimation. I still do. Um, so it is not per se about con control on your week, but also having understand what's going on and able to let go and adjust when needed. Yeah. All right. So the subtitle of this book is The Secret of Smart Working. What in this book makes us smart? Um, I would say two things. I think the, the, the inspect and adapt principle from reflection and moving forward, it does it really strong. It is throughout the book he uses that, 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 that not per se in those words. You know, taking a moment to look at what the things you are you need to do or you want to achieve in life or in a week or a month and giving, and that's the second part, really down-to-earth tips how to get there. So, for example, the thing is, when you, uh, I don't know if you are in that situation, uh, I, likely, I guess everybody is, is that you have this thing you want to do, but you don't do it just because any reason. You know, you're Tosca, there. What's, Tosca, what's that thing for you? <laughs> Do we have another half an hour? <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. All right. Yeah. But so what? Clear. Yeah. So it, and it can be anything from uh, I don't know. Uh, it can be anything. So anything uh, you think of? Well, you know, this thing I actually don't want to do, but I need to. And he then says, "Well, if you have these kind of tasks, there are two principles you could use to uh, start up, to boot up." He calls it the pot of gold. So, you know, what's the end in mind here? Um, you want to do this for, for a reason, which at the end of it has some value to you. If you imagine that particular thing, it becomes already easier to start because it motivates yourself. And the other one is just take one bite, just one little tiny nibble of that thing you want to do. And likely as humans, you know, once you're in a move, you start moving, like on a dance floor, for most people. Perfect <laughs> 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 example. Yeah. But, um, now Tosca can relate. <laughs> Just the thing I wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's, it is these, um, so the, the, the whole book is uh, woven full with practical tips. None of them are, you know, rocket science or uh, really tough. It's also almost childishly, childishly written. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, the effect of it is that it's easy, easy to understand and easy to utilize. So when I started with this book, I actually thought, oh man, 80% of this stuff I'm already doing, but it make, it's now more of a context of understanding how things are related. And the other 20% are things like the account accountability partners. And would you say that the accountability or the agenda part? Uh, well, let me phrase the question uh, another way. What part of the book did affect your day-to-day -day work most? I think the yearly review. Um, so while every week I, I personally, just with myself, look at the last week and the next week and then I discuss it with somebody, I also have a yearly review 
uh, and at first it was a half a year, but now 2021, I just did a yearly review. Um, that is really impactful. It is like um, a conversation with your boss, but then you are your own boss. So you really dive deep in all sect sectors of your life. Um, and it that definitely takes time, but I notice already these months, I'm way more focused on what I want to achieve this year and where I want to go to that my, in my weekly review, I look back on the things I wanted to do earlier this year. And I adjust them as well, because I think, Jesus, man, my January me thought of this? What the hell? No way. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to adjust this thing. So uh, my February me uh, thinks of a different thing. Um, but that does mean that I adjust throughout the year, which sets, uh, uh, sets forward a new course in, uh, in life, I would say. It helps you to focus. Definitely. De uh, and it helps me to focus in the parts which matter most to me uh, yeah. in life. And that can be one week different from the other. But the overall things of which I've thought of at the beginning of the year um, are very often still relevant throughout the year. And when they're no longer relevant, adjust the plan. You know, and then uh, understand what's then m m um, most valuable to you. And be honest here. Was the yearly review in your agenda? Yeah, actually it was. Yeah. It uh, was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had uh, had planned during the Christmas holidays two days uh, uh, to for uh, uh, among this, but uh, for reflection. Yeah. Wow, nice. Yeah, so I had uh, very little distraction then. And how does this book differ from other books about smart working, such as uh, getting things done? I mean, there are a lot of books about smart working, right? Yeah, so what you'll see is getting things done is also, this is a major part of this book. Uh, so getting things done, the methodology is used by Rick Pastor. Um, I don't think he invented anything really new here. <laughs> he just grabs a whole lot of ideas from other people together. The, sa the same as the seven habit habits of Stephen Covey, also very uh, valuable. So the, the third habit about time management from Covey, that is that this whole book is about, of, not entirely, but a lot of that is about time management. So it's not, um, uh, so it relates to a lot of different parts of different other books and he brings it smartly together with a, with a nice title and, um, <laughs> well, good promo. But uh, so, and then still, although perhaps, you know, get, getting things done like I do from uh, uh, David Allen, then still this is valuable because it has a certain other perspective and it really hands-on. So every time uh, you have some books which are always vague, you know, that you think, Jesus, yeah, okay, understand what you mean, but how, how do I do this? So he, yeah. to give you an example where he, I, in my opinion, is a little bit too specific, is with agenda invites. He literally says, don't forget <laughs> to invite the other people you have an invite with. Well, that, that li like, <laughs> that kind of specificity. <laughs> so it's also for quite stupid people, this book. <laughs> yeah, it's also for... Everybody can read this. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, the uh, the other thing, the, one of the other things is, for example, um, this is also quite you know self-explanatory. But when you have this thing in the morning, you wake up and you think, oh, I need to call uh, that and that guy, and you think about it, and you, for example, don't can't go call the the, the person uh, at that moment. Then uh, during, for example, breakfast, you think of it, oh, you think of it again, but yeah, you're having breakfast, and then I don't know, you call somebody else, you think again of this person, oh, I still need to call that guy. And then at a meeting, you're in a meeting, so you can't call him, but you think again about calling this guy. So this kind of distraction stuff, um, this, the, these kind of distractions during your day, the first moment you think, oh, I need to do X, Y, Z, just capture it, 
and then don't you know let your tooling in which you capture these things uh, serve you. Um, so actually, you know, you could say some people hate to-do list because they feel slave to their to-do list, but you should turn it around. It is a service you provide for yourself to keep your mind clear in meetings yeah. or in sessions. So I'm now with you. I have nothing on my mind whatsoever regarding anything I need to do this day because the next thing will pop up in my calendar. I know I have a good grip on that. The other stuff I need to do today, I uh, this morning I had a 10-minute moment to just sift through it. I don't need to think, to think about it today. Actually, you're becoming your own personal assistant in this way. I, I really like this tip. And, and uh, you also mentioned tools. What tool do you use for this? Um, I personally use the app uh, To Do, uh, To as a, the, the number and then Do. Um, and there are many other great apps out there. There are apps like uh, for to do list management, Things, uh, OmniFocus for um, uh, Apple, uh, Apple users. Um, and I would say understand what's important for your tasks and your projects you want to do and how you want to organize that. You also have to do list. Uh, there's, there's a ton of out there. I would, su- I would suggest for anybody listening, just try them. Uh, and then you'll notice what you find important. For, for example, for me, it was really important that stuff can have a start date. I'd, I care less about due dates. I care more about start dates because my, uh, my app only shows me what's important today. And I have all kinds of stuff scheduled for my future self, uh, which doesn't pop up anywhere until it's the day that it you know, should be addressed. And then in my morning, I think, oh, this uh, I thought of yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Oh, that's uh, something I need to do today. Like uh, sending a microphone to Esther, uh, I still need to do. That's uh, going to pop up tomorrow. <laughs> so good that earphones. That would be a perfect present. Would be, I, would, I would really appreciate it. Hey, and Jaro, you mentioned uh, the writer, Rick Pastoor. Who is this guy? Actually, I don't know much about him. He, uh, uh, I do know he is the product owner of the Corona Melder app. Uh, he worked at Blendl previously. Um, mm-hmm. Had some great successes there. Uh, I also. So, I hear... what's Blendl for? Uh, Blendl is Dutch. the um, um, kiosk, uh, the, a Dutch kiosk with all Dutch newspapers or almost all Dutch newspapers. You pay a monthly subscription fee, like Spotify for newspapers, roughly. Yeah. Yeah, you can buy an article and not have to buy the whole paper. Yeah, I think they currently only work with subscriptions. Currently, it's subscription. Yeah, well, anyway, I ask this uh, especially yeah. for the non-Dutch listeners. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, non-Dutch listeners likely don't know Blendel, but um, so we worked there, and actually, you know, the thing what he tries to uh, tackle within this book, and that's why it's so down-to-earth, practical, is how do you actually do it to work effectively and efficiently. Uh, what are then the tools and the, the things you can use? Well, sounds Another super thing, interesting. Yeah, yeah so uh, when you have it about to-dos, it's one part of it, you know, uh, capturing your to-dos. But having, um, for example, an, a system where you can capture notes in, you can use Evernote, for example, a very commonly used tool for that, also is really helpful. Just get that stuff out there in a system uh, and not in your mind. So, for example, w- for me, going to bed at night, I... I have no trouble. I have no issues with, oh, I still need to do this tomorrow. Oh, I, oh that guy, I need, to, you know, I need to call the plumber yeah. for X, Y, Z. And none of that. It's all in, in you know, that, uh, the app I use for that. It sounds something for Esther. <laughs> 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 we'll avoid any problems with sleeping. 
<laughs> you know, sleep is not my, my best part of the day. But um, then again, yes, to avoid these kind of things, waking up at night, I don't get, I don't forget about this. Uh, before I go to bed, I write all the stuff down on a, a piece of paper. So very old school, maybe, but uh, maybe. Also, what works, you know? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. All right. And Jaro, who should read this book? Who should read this book? I think uh, it only makes sense to read this book if you feel your life is very unstructured and you'd like to get a little bit more grip on what's going on. So um, the reason for me, I, I started with this years and years ago, is that I think life, the time in life is so valuable that it is a, um, use it consciously. Everybody of us has just 24 hours a day, you know, it's equal to everybody. Yeah. The difference is how can you utilize that for your own sake and for your surroundings, what you find important in life. And when you get an understanding of what you find important in life, then how do you act actually to get there? Yeah. And then it makes sense to understand, okay, I, for example, I, I value, uh, of course, my relationship with the people around me very much. But to act upon that, sometimes it's difficult. Um, but to reflect, okay, this is something I find valuable in life, but how do I do, then make time for that? How do I see my friends or do a walk? Or, you know, um, so when I reflect about me and uh, the people around me, you, that's uh, perhaps uh, people who know me, is that sometimes all of a sudden I come forth with a crazy thing, but it often doesn't come forth just, just like, it, it was a spontaneous moment where I had this idea, and I captured it like I need to actually do something with that because I think it's a valuable thing to do in life. Hey, and Yaro, do you schedule spontane spontaneously? I mean, how can you be, it sounds like you yeah. plan all your stuff in life. How can, can you be spontaneous or just decide, okay, today I'm going to shut my agenda down. I'm going to do, do something completely different. It, um, it is one of the things I had a lot of discussion with with my account accountability partner. Jesus, man, <laughs> this sounds like control freaking to the max yeah, for your exactly. agenda. What's this? Are we going nuts here? Because I'm a person. Yeah, or put it in your agenda. Yeah, <laughs> I really, I really hate to schedule. It, it makes me feel like like I'm not free to do uh, what I want. So yeah. then I feel like, oh my god, my schedule is full tied up, and then yeah. It makes me anxious. <laughs> yeah. So the thing about that is, uh, to give you an example in my personal life, is that on a Saturday, I do, uh, for example, I, chose, I choose not to have anything in there. But yeah. at the first moment of the day, I think, what is important in this day? Actually, now let's go to the beach with my kids. Uh, and I want to be yeah. really there. So I make a conscious decision. Uh, I do want my cell phone there to pay, make pictures, but for the rest of the thing is on the airplane. I consciously, at the very beginning of the day, make it uh, a decision. I I want to whatever happens is okay there. So uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll go to uh, perhaps uh, it is. Uh, it doesn't matter. So, but then it's still. Um, uh, it's I think more about living consciously than just mm -hmm. um, uh, letting it all happen. It is okay to yeah. let stuff happen. Uh, but then you understand that it actually strategically you made the choice to let it happen. So can I say you feel a lot of freedom because you schedule? Yes, I think you can. Yeah, um, it gives peace of mind. I think that's the main benefit of it all. Um, 
it takes some time to start every day, you know, understanding, hey, what's my day about? Uh, and doing every week a review, hey, what was this week about? What do, what do I, I aspire for next week? That takes mm-hmm. time. A yearly review definitely also takes time. And the value of, of it all to me, and I think for many people can be, is that what you gain is a more um, conscious life, uh, which is according to the values you own as a person, not the values yeah. of the people around you. You, of course, take them into consideration um, because you are you and everybody you know, takes a lot, of, a lot of different things into consideration. But, uh, and I think that for all the Scrum teams out there, you already know this. This is Scrum, <laughs> but then on a personal level and the, the, the Scrum <laughs> value of inspect and adapt. So what and- makes really the best Scrum teams we have are really marvelous at doing their retros, their dailies, every time inspect and adapt. And I think the best people in life also do these kind of things. They, they move beyond their current, current being because they grow. And what uh, I think we're almost at the end of the podcast, but then again, what goals did you achieve that you wouldn't have achieved if you uh, didn't use these methods? Um, and if it's too well, personal, you no, don't no, have to answer. I think uh, <laughs> it's, it's a very, very, uh, very, it's a tough question, but uh, those are the best. Um, and it has, I think, less so to do with directly this book, uh, the, the book Grip, but uh, because I've done these things many years before already. And I think mm-hmm. that the one thing is that I always had in the back of my mind, I'd like to have my own business and my own side project, which is. Um, um, is of value uh, and I made a, a little business of an escape game uh, which you can play with 36 people outdoors, you know, a real experience with actors uh, so I've, I, I've set that up a couple of years back and it only came to fruition because I knew in the back of my mind whenever the opportunity arises to, to do something like this go there because you want this um, so it's also for new endeavors. So in my yearly review from last year, there are a lot of things of my passion, the things which drive me. I've made a list of, I think it is 80 to 100 things which happened last year. I'm really enthusiastic about which happened. And reading through that list definitely is a pattern of stuff I'm really, really, you know, enthusiastic about because those were the things I, uh, I wrote, why I wrote them down. And yeah. to repeat that next year is that I need to be on the lookout for those kind of activities. And that is, of course, you know, I'm, uh, one of the reasons I'm uh, really uh, happy in life. And I'm, uh, one of the major parts about being happy in life is that there's no, no misery. So I've, I'm, I've, I'm in good health. My kids are in good health, you know. Uh, but the other part is actually uh, yeah, getting a grip. So recipe for happiness in life. Uh, read the book Grip and have a little bit of luck. Yeah, a little. And I won't say a recipe per se. You know, it isn't. It, it, there, there, there's not there's such a thing this is as something we're you know, going to quote now. Yeah, exactly. I, I was afraid you'll do that. No. So, um, and this worked really well for me. And I don't know if it, if it's for everybody, but I think it's valuable to just you know the the, the uh, to live consciously a little bit more. And if it is, we want to have uh, to be to for someone else to be happy in life as well. So we get to give one book away what should the listeners do to win that book oh so somebody can just win this book win this book and be happy in life 
and be happy in love. I think those are two different things. But yes, okay, I understand. Um, yeah, if uh, Esther is always really good in the promoting the uh, the podcast, so when that uh, when it goes live, um, give this a thumbs up or an emoji in Slack. Uh, anybody who does does that wins the book because the names are already in there. Is that, does that sound like a plan? It sounds like a plan. All right. Well, then uh, I think, uh, Jaro, uh, personally, I learned a lot. And I can't wait to read this book and uh, bring happiness into my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The story is sidetracked. And then again, you said it's, it's really helpful for people who have no structure in life and who really uh, use, uh, well, some clarity in the chaos. So I'm going to give one book to Tosca as well. Uh, but what have you learned, <laughs> <laughs> And I would say, uh, Esther, even to, in addition to that, know that when I read this book for the first time, I was already really deep into uh, getting things done, uh, using all kinds of apps for that. And then still it was a value. Yeah. yeah. No, what I've, uh, I've learned, indeed, I already mentioned this, is getting things out of my head by writing it down. That's the most uh, important tip. I took from this podcast uh, because I recognize it. Uh, if you indeed write it down or do something, then it's out of your mind, out of your head. So definitely yes. going to do it more and more structured. Well, sounds really good. I think uh, we learned a lot. And uh, hopefully our listeners are going to read this book as well, turn their life around. And I want to thank you, Jaro, for joining our podcast and uh, for being the voice of our jingle. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thank you, you Esther. <laughs> you already made a, a big contribu contribution to the podcast, but now, uh, yeah, we uh, we got a chance to uh, ask you all those questions, and uh, we're really happy with it. So yeah. thank you. Yeah, th same, Esther. Really nice to be here. Cool. So for the listeners, thank you for listening to the second Outsides in Book Club episode. Do you have any ideas or suggestions, or want to win this book? Uh, send an email to outsidesin at kpn.com and don't forget to uh, well put on all the emojis on our Slack uh, message when it's, uh, this episode comes live. So thank you. Yay! Hey. Yeah, thank you. Bye bye. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, finish, finish, <laughs> finish. <laughs> 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 <laughs>